My name is Kelly Tyen, and welcome to Addicted to the Climb. Hey guys, welcome to the show. You are going to learn how I overcome adversity, hear from people just like you that have faced challenges and still keep climbing. Are you ready to elevate your life and choose your path? Let's do it together. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another week of Addicted to the Climb. I hope you guys are staying on the climb right now. Are you? I really want to know. Send me a message. Are you climbing somewhere right now in your life, on your health journey? Where are you at? I'd love to hear from you because remember, without challenges, there are no changes. So let's just continue to lock arms together, raise each other up, keep each other on a climb. And whatever that is for you, it's different for all of us, but God loves you. He wants to see you climbing higher always, and I do too. So now we can jump into the show. I hope you guys are having a great week so far. I'm excited about this episode today because I love to meet inspiring women all the time. I mean, I think I go live life to just meet inspiring and incredible women, and God brings them to me all the time. It's just amazing. And today I have one of these women on my show, so I can't wait to introduce you to her. We met in a mastermind group with a bunch of other incredible women over this past year. And, you know, we're just starting to form great relationships together. And this woman that I'm going to tell you about, her name is Shirley Booth. And she's just a beautiful, Jesus-loving person. And I love her beautiful soul. And I can't wait for you to hear her story. Shirley is a high achieving business leader who has been successfully coaching busy achievers to their next level in life and fitness for almost 10 years. She has a successful business within a network marketing company also. And she loves partnering with entrepreneurs who desire a to create and elevate their physical, mental, and financial health. She says that her specialty is helping women elevate their lives in health, business, and faith. And one of her biggest passions in life is helping women clear the fog about who they are and create the life they have been afraid to claim. As a wellness and transformation coach, she takes health partners through her bar roadmap to help them raise their boldness, boldness, awareness, in realization and chase their highest and best versions of themselves. I love this so much and I can't wait to dive into this, Shirley. So welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Kelly. I, first, I just want to honor you for even thinking of me, right? Like there's a lot of incredible women out there who, who are surround, who surround, surrounds you. Um, but for you to reach out and say, Hey, I'd love to have you on the show. It's such an honor. So super humbling. And thank you for having me today. Absolutely. I'm so excited. So before we dive in, I always like to ask a some fun questions. So, you know, you can get warmed up. Okay. <laughs> Let's get warmed up a little bit. So these are just fun questions. Whatever comes to the top of your head, I want in here. You like I, quick fire? Well, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Let's start with the quick fire. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Ooh, for sure. Me too. <laughs> do, you, do you put anything in your coffee? I do cream. Uh, so I do, um, oh gosh, what's it called? Um, oat milk. I do oat milk. Oat milk. Gotcha. Mm, so yummy. Yep. What about um, the first thing you do in the morning? I pray. I say, thank you, God, for another day. Mm. 
Amen to that. <laughs> that that's the only way. I mean, yes. the only way. Hey, what about- if I'm still alive, Kelly, that means he's not done with me. I love that. Yes. Amen. What about the last thing you do at night? I think I already know. <laughs> I pray. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, do you pray? Of course you do. But what I else? Do. Like, do you have a, a routine that you follow at night before I, you go to bed? You know, gosh, as lately I've been terrible at my routine. I actually been falling asleep downstairs. And so it's been bad. It's been bad, bad. So I need to get back into a good routine of like just relaxing. Cause I used to like actually journal at night too, but now it's like, I just, I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, I am in the same place. I'm in the same yeah. place. My nighttime is just, and I'm up late. I don't yes. know what's going on. I what have is to, up with that? I don't know because I'm waking up tired and I don't like to feel like that. Yeah. You know, so, okay, we're going to work on our nighttime routines. Okay. I feel. <laughs> what about, what book are you reading right now? Ooh, um, Sean, what's his name? What's his name? What's his last name? Sean um, Boltz, I think is his last name. It's, he has two books. It's called Breakthrough. Um, and provision. So let me go grab it. Are you good? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I would love to share this. And I'm always ordering books myself. So I love my husband always when he goes to get the mail, he's always look. he's like, did you order another book? <laughs> yes, hon, I did. Um, and, and you know, the funny thing is I'll start reading five or six books because I love I can't just do one whole book at uh, a time. Right. I love like I'll start a chapter here and then here. And I know, I, you know, I need all the info. I love it. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I'm the same. And people are like, how do you keep track? I'm like, I don't know. It's just give my brain. Right. So um, it's called Prophecies, Prayers, and Declarations. Um, this one's Provision by Sean Bowles, B-O-L-Z. And then the other one is Breakthrough. And, you know, I, I think these would be amazing books and resources for your audience because of who your audience is. Mm. Um, you know, you have faith, fuel, and fitness. Right. And it's all about, you know, how do you use prayers, prophecies, and declarations to I for people that. who are addicted to the climb, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing those. Oh, you're ah. so welcome. And they're both by Sean Bowles. Sean Bowles. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I love that. See, I love when I have people on and then they share amazing books that are really so good. Changing. It's, and it's an easy, easy read. Yes. Um, but every page is like literally underlined and highlighted. So you're going to get so much richness out of Yay, it. Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. Last one. What is your favorite food? Because I know you're into health. So what is your favorite healthy food? Oh, healthy food. Let's do healthy. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's see. I love bowls. I love oh, making bowls. Too. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you can, you can create anything you love um, and make it healthy, right? Like, so hamburger bowls or egg roll bowls, like stuff like that. I love that. Cause it's easy. It's simple. It's quick to make mm -hmm. and it's delicious and healthy. So exactly. that would be, yeah, that would be my choice. And I, I you know, I've been like super into chia puddings uh, mm. recently and I don't know why I just like, I'm like, oh, this is so good. And then I have chia seeds all over my teeth yes. um, when I'm done with it. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay because they're very good for you. We that's love right. chia seeds. I do. <laughs> okay. All right, Shirley, I am ready to dive into your story. I want to hear and introduce my listeners to you so they can get to know you. Take us back. Tell us a little bit about how you grew up and the journey you've been on to where you are at today. 
Okay. Uh, well, I was born and raised in the Philippines, and um, I, I'm going to give you the short version of it. And, you know, the Philippines, it's all about food is love. So um, I grew up as a, like a heavy kid who loved food, loved, 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 loved food. Um, but I also grew up in a Catholic um, uh, home. So God was always part of my life, um, even though the who I am now and who I know God is, is a lot different than who I thought God was when I was young. Um, and I think that's very true for a lot of people, right? Um, so I, um, my mom and my dad got divorced when I was 15, which um, brought me to the United States and um, hard, hard transition, you know, new country. I was in my teenage years. Um, gosh, that was a culture shock if, if you can even say that. It was just a shock to me. Um, but, you know, I knew how to speak English, so it wasn't hard to communicate with people. Um, I thrived in school, but I was very, Intern, I became very internal. Um, so I, I didn't have a lot of friends who I talked to. And so what was something in my childhood that I always, um, what do you call it? I always relied on it was food, right? Like food was comfort. And so when I was happy, I would turn to food. When I was sad, I would turn to food. Anything that was in an emotional up or down, there was always food. So um, I became super unhealthy. Um, and by the time I was 19, my doctors just kept telling me, Hey, you're 19, you're too young. You need to start taking care of your health. And so fast forward to my 21st birthday. Am I going too fast? <laughs> this no. is like super abbreviated. No, I love it. I'm following. This is good. No, this is good. I'm picturing the whole. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. So my 21st birthday, somebody took a photo of me and went, and this was the time of developing films, right? Like the 35 millimeter. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's not like the instant photos. Mm -hmm. So like weeks later, I see this photo and I was shocked because I didn't feel that way. I thought I was, I thought I was fine, even though my doctor people, my family were telling me, Hey, you need to, to lose some weight. You need to start getting healthy. You're too young to be heading down this path. And that was a wake up call for me seeing that photo. And, um, it, it was a big catalyst and I started to really pay attention to my physical activity because at that time I thought it was all, all about physical activity right? Like I, I didn't have enough education to really know that it's, it's food, it's mindset, it's exercise. So I spent hours at the gym, um, just, or running or whatever, but still ate the way I did, didn't change my diet. Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't until I like hired a, a trainer a few years later that that really started to change and shift. And that's when I like, figured out the, oh, okay, this is actually a more holistic method versus just go kick your booty in the gym and eat whatever you want. Mm -hmm. um, so then, you know, when I lost the weight, I decided that this is something that I really wanted to help women with, especially women um, and young, young, ch young children or um, uh, coming into your adulthood. Right. So, cause that's where I was when I, I got lost. I, um, didn't have a lot of um, friends when I first moved to the United States. My self-esteem was really low. And so I became drawn to just that demographic, like younger kids, like younger kids to um, early adults. And so I really wanted to help 
with that demographic. And so um, that was the early, my early career in fitness and health coaching. I really was diving into that um, that group. And I just wanted to make sure that they learn things that I didn't learn at, at, at that age, because there's such, that's such an impressionable age, right? It's like such an impressionable age Were you yes. working with them in a gym or were you? Yes. I was working with them in a gym. So, uh, I started, um, I started and grew project fit kid with results driven fitness here in Portland, Oregon. And, um, I grew it from one kid to lots and lots. So, uh, so we ended up, um, I turned I turned the program over a couple of years ago uh, to a new to another trainer, but it, uh, we've grown it. We it expanded from just high school kids to ages seven to seventeen, um, and just helping them really figure out that hey, health is not just about what you do one hour a day; it's what you do your whole day. Mm. And um, so, yeah, fast forward, here I am, and I, I'm still doing the fitness. I'm still doing the fitness thing because God says this is where you need to be. Um, but but really, my approach, and I know this is your approach too, Kelly, is it's the whole body. Mm-hmm. It's your mind. It's your body. It's your spirit. So 100%. It yes. really is. And, yes. and I can relate to you so much when you said you, you know, back then you didn't know about food because none of us do unless our parents are really teaching mm-hmm. us. But, right. you know, me being in my forties, my mother didn't know anything about food. I mean, she was handing me the sugar, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and, and I was like you, I would just go to the gym and do an hour of crazy things to myself. Yeah. And come home and stop at McDonald's on the way home or whatever I was doing. Honestly, yes, I really was in not thinking anything, but not in wondering though why I still felt tired or I still felt mm-hmm. sluggish and my you know joints were hurting. Yeah, my joint exactly, exactly. So I can relate, and I it's just amazing that you turned that over to helping kids that went through what you went through. I mean, that's amazing that you started that. I mean, you started that in your community. That's, that's unbelievable. I love that. And so now, so now in the present moment, tell us, you know, what, what you're working on at this moment. At this very moment, I'm about to sign a lease, um, for my very own fitness studio. Like today it's going to happen to today. (laughs) That is so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh Thank my you. gosh. Well, it I is exciting. getting there. Yes, I knew you were doing that, but I didn't know it was today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been it's been a journey. Um, and I'm gonna tell you, Kelly, it's it's um it's really pressing into what God keeps putting in front of you because a couple of years ago, and I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to you, but I started to step away from the fitness. That's why I turned over the Project Fit Kid um, program. Um, I was starting to step away from fitness. I really wanted to now shift into helping entrepreneurs, women to find their voice, but also find what do you really desire to create, right? Um, But there's just something about like God kept putting, like kept, kept me in this place. And I'm like, I kept pressing. I'm like, okay, God, why do you keep me here? And when my, um, when my faith shifted 
two years ago and and into something so much bigger than I could ever imagine. He really opened my eyes and you have to press in, right? Like I really wasn't like, I was just a drive-by Christian. Um, I was, I would go to the church. I would go to church on Sundays. Um, I would do like my occasional devotionals and then that was it. Um, and I think, you know, your, some of your listeners might be able to um, relate to, to this journey where you didn't know that God is always pursuing you. He's the one who's patiently pursuing you when you think you're pursuing him. He's the one who's like, okay, you do what you think you're going to do and what your plans are, but I have bigger better plans for you. And he definitely had bigger, better plans for me. So as, um, and I, I kind of feel that he, he's, he was watching me two years ago saying, okay, child, okay, daughter, you do what you think is your plan. And we'll come back together in a couple years, which is exactly what he did. Um, so last year around this time, um, somebody asked me specifically, are you ever interested in opening your own gym? And I was emphatic about saying, absolutely not. Absolutely not, I said. Mm -hmm. And that stuck with me throughout last year. And I'm like, why why does that make my spirit kind of deflated? Mm -hmm. Like it always stuck with me. So through all of last year, he just kept um, just tapping me on the shoulders, bringing people into my life, um, showing me signs, showing me visions. And, um, and I finally figured out when I pressed into the Holy Spirit that this is the path that he wanted me to take. And which is why he kept me at, at this gym that, um, that I'm, I'm leaving. And one, one night and, um, one night I wake up in the morning, I wake up like right in the middle of the night. And I, I, what I, what the, the vision I saw was two roll up doors, um, overhead doors. And I see words on the wall, um, either scriptures or inspirational quotes. And I'm like, God, what is that? What are you trying to tell me? And fast forward a couple of days later, I'm sitting on a couch and, and I roll over and I tell my husband, I'm like, do you think this is really what God is saying that I need to build this and a gym? And um, I, I fell asleep on the couch. I get a text message from Katie Ewell, uh, which we both know from our mastermind. Mm-hmm. And she said, you're probably going to think I'm crazy, but I feel like God wanted me to tell you to press in but also rest. And that wrecked me, Kelly. It wrecked me because it was like a th- 30 minutes, right? 30 minutes. That's how God, uh, how quickly God can work. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I prayed before I fell asleep and I'm like, God, if this is you, please keep the doors open. If this is not you, take it away. And he confirmed it through somebody um, that, that, no, this is the plan that I have for you. Mm-hmm. I love everything that you just said, because we've been talking so much inside my faith, fuel and fitness community, my Facebook group, I do a lot of Bible studies in there. And we've been talking about purpose lately. And, you know, finding your purpose and, you know, everybody's searching for something. And we walk around sometimes with our heads cut off, we don't know which way to go. And we're overwhelmed. And surely you and I both said on the phone yesterday, when you consume, consume, consume so much of everybody else's thoughts and ideas, you're flooded, you have to rest. Yep. Listen. Yes. So, so what do you tell the woman or the man listening right now that is a newer Christian, or they don't know what their purpose is, or they're looking for God, where, 
do you take that? Like, what kind of journey would you tell that person to start on to find their purpose? Well, that's a hard question, Kelly. Um, I mean, I'll use my own experience to answer this question. Uh, for me, I just kept pressing in. I kept uh, pouring into the Bible and the Bible, I allowed the Bible to pour into me, the word to pour into me. And when you take the time to really do that, God speaks like God is so much closer than we could ever think. He's right here right now. He's with us right now. He's actually inside of you, right? He lives inside of you. And so um, what I've learned to Kelly is to ask the Holy Spirit, like, Holy Spirit, what are you trying to tell me? What is this about? And what do you want me to do with it? And the more you practice, it's going to sound super weird and cuckoo and woo-woo, you know, but it's not. It's like, hey, God, the God who created everything lives inside of you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He has amazing plans for you. And so keep pressing. And I think also it's important to surround yourself with people um, who will pour into you, who believe that, who, who believe that, Hey, God is always around and what he's walking you through is actually for your good. Um, and he's got a lot of seeds planted in you. And sometimes we kind of, we forget that, that the seeds are planted in there and he, it's his timing. It's his timing. And once he's ready, it's going to start sprouting some amazing things in your life. It sure is. It sure is. It's his timing. And that's, that's a key takeaway right now for those that are listening. It's his timing. We want to rush everything, but it is his timing. Yeah. So I think we tend to look around, right? Like, or I, I could say, oh my gosh, look at what Kelly's doing. She's doing a podcast. She's doing this. She like, I could be like, oh my gosh, I'm like this old and I haven't done anything. But God's timing is always perfect. So uh, if you can do anything, that would be not question his timing because it's always perfect. It is. And I, I, oh, I just love that because I just, even in my own life, sometimes I just exactly what you just said, I'll look around and say, she's doing this and she's doing this. And I'm so much further behind her. But, you know, again, those that are listening, take a deep breath. Just relax in God's presence. If you're really, truly searching for direction in to find your purpose, if you don't know what that is, and maybe you're over 50 and that's okay, because sometimes there are powerful people that have come, started their careers in their fifties and have touched lives that are countless. So just, just, I love that. I agree. I I love it. And I'm so excited for you about your gym. It's really exciting. I, it's it's I really, love- you know, I like to call it a ministry. It really is yes. a ministry, Kelly. Like anyone who walks in the door is going to be transformed and they're going to know that they're be- beholding God and mm. like they're going to encounter God in amazing ways. And whoo, I just got like holy spirit goosebumps. <laughs> and I wish I was closer to you so I can come. Uh, you yeah. can anytime. I, You're welcome. I, I absolutely can. Well, I was looking at, a, you posted, I think it was today. And I love your post. Before I die, I want to make dreams come true. I I just, <laughs> I love this post so much because you said, you know, this photo that you posted was eight years ago. Tell us just a little bit. You said, never underestimate the power of humble beginnings. You are made on purpose for a purpose. I love that you posted <laughs> today. Just tell us a little bit about- Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> 
um, that was the beginning of my career in fitness and coaching and coming from where I came from with the trauma of my, my parents divorcing and then just relying on things other than God. Um, at that point in my life, I actually didn't really believe. I, I don't think I believed that I could do that. But I get to live that every day and I get to change people's lives and I get to make people's dreams come true. And um, the reason I'm so emotional is because my husband really believed in me before I did. Um, he saw something in me. And again, this is about God bringing people into your life who are going to um, pour light and light, love and um, just um, everything into you. And so that's, that's, that's why I'm like so emotional right now is because my husband didn't even tell me that he kept that photo and he like shared that with me last week. Wow. And, um, I don't remember that I had written that before I die. I want to make my, uh, people's dreams come true. I didn't remember that that's what I wrote. Um, but I think what makes me so incredibly emotional is God knew then where he was leading me to. Um, and I didn't. And so trusting in that, trusting in God's plans, it's so important. And it's okay where you start. You know, it goes back to stop comparing yourself to other people, what people are doing, because everyone starts as a beginner. And that was my humble beginning. I, I didn't know what I was doing. I just wanted to help people. <laughs> and um, fast forward eight years later, I am helping people. Lots and lots and lots of people. Hundreds of lives are changing because of what you and I do. Mm. Um, so, oh, you, oh man, I Kelly. Am, I am so, well, I yeah. didn't want to make you cry, but it was so beautiful. And I read it this morning and I was like, we need to talk about that because look at this eight years later. <laughs> are it's just you're such a blessing and I'm and I'm just again just thrilled that we know each other that I know you and I get to follow you in your path now and and watch you evolve and blossom Mm -hmm. in this career you know in this new beginning I just love it and I'm so excited for you but I want I want to I want to shift a little because you you have this bar roadmap that I just want you to on and tell us what this is and how you created this um, well, that's also a God thing. <laughs> I'm like, God, what do you want me to, what, what do you want me to do? Um, so bar boldness, awareness, and realization boldness. I think a lot of times we are so scared to step into something new, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, really kicking fear in the face is what boldness is all about. When you start to feel that fear, there's something there. It's when the enemy wants you not to pursue it and not, not want you to have a breakthrough. Mm. Um, and so having the awareness that that is actually happening is what's going to help you um, keep moving forward and uh, moving forward just means one step at a time. It doesn't have to be 10 steps at a time, right? Like start where you are, wherever you are today, start where you are um, and keep putting one foot in front of the other. And then realization is really realization of what God has planned for you. Um, and so that's, that's really what I do with, with a lot of my women clients is, and I always pray Kelly that God expands my region and my territory and bring me the people, bring me the women who already love him or who has that stirring inside of them. That's just like, I want to know God. I want to know 
why I'm feeling so disconnected inside. I'm, I'm earning a lot of money, but I feel so empty mm-hmm. or I don't know what to do, but this is what my passion is. Like my, my, my body, my soul, my mind is being drawn to that. And it's that it's bridging that gap and really figuring out that it's, it's all about faith. It's all about um, stepping into that edge of faith and just taking that leap. And I love that you said taking one step at a time. And that's that's the hardest part for people. I think they think they have to do so much so that they, they don't end up doing anything, you yes. know, and the fear takes over and they think, you know, the mountain's too high to climb. Forget it. I'm not going to do yeah. it. But once, like you said, stepping into the fear because it's on the other side. Yes. It's on the other side. Yes. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it, right? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And then is it really worth it if it was that easy? Right. It's not. The easy road, I just did a post about that. The easy road is is not as easy as, it's not fun. No. Not fulfilling. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not fulfilling. You want to be challenged because you want- Does it grow you? Right. Amen. I love, I mean, we, we're like, you know, sisters. I know. You know? We, we have so much. living closer to, uh, to each I other. Know. But that's, that's why I love social media. I love Zoom calls. We can see each other. The technology is amazing in that way. I love it because, yes. you know. We Thank can, you, Zoom. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, ha, so through the COVID, um, through this year, did you, what was your, COVID experience like as far as your business? You know, did it come to a halt? I know you were pursuing, but tell me a little bit about how you handled COVID and you're building this new business. I mean, how did you do, how was your mindset? Like what, you know, maybe my listeners are still struggling right now because we're still in it. And maybe you can give them some tips on how to just stay positive and keep going. Yeah. Well, again, I think it starts with just that faith piece, right? It always has to start with that, with that piece, because when you lean into that faith, you know that everything's going to be okay, but struggling is okay too. Like it's okay to struggle, but don't stop at struggling. Keep contending for that next, next thing. Um, so, uh, you know, I used to actually feel bad about, sharing that my business actually grew during the pandemic. Um, But now I don't feel bad about sharing that because I think it becomes somebody's roadmap that, hey, just because things are hard doesn't mean you have to stop. That's actually, again, that's when the oppression happens is when you keep pressing. Um, So during the pandemic is, um, I think one of the biggest things that really helped me shift in my mindset, especially is working with a mentor Um, and working with a mentor, surrounding myself with women who are just are dreamers and doers and achievers. Um, so that was a big part of, of my journey. And then again, you know, like I said, God just kept putting things in front of me and um, keep kept whispering to me. And so it's really listening to his voice the loudest and just quieting all the other noises, right? So he, he was like, as soon as we got shut down, I think it was the 19th of March when we got shut down here in Oregon. Um, over the weekend, I just kept feeling like, I need to do something for my community. So what is that? What is something that that is that comes easy to me? So I immediately within that like that next two days, I launched a virtual class series. So I I did um, three days a week virtual classes for nine straight weeks. Um, so I did that. That really thrived. And then my coaching, my health coaching business thrived because I just kept leaning in and also 
looking for the people and listen, not everyone's going to be your cup of tea and you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. So I think really being um, selective about the people that you work with, with the message that you put out there on social media, I think is so important. Um, It it has to be um, uh, niche specific, Mm. right? Like, and it's not just for them, it's for you too. Um, it become You become more successful because you're finding the right person to work with. So um, does that answer your question? It does. And I, okay. think, I think that you touched upon something that changed my life as well. And it's having a mentor, a coach. Yes. And I think people are sometimes so afraid to spend yeah. money on coaching, yet they spend money everywhere else to help themselves in all the wrong places. And the people that are, you know, like you said, you have to find the right coach or mentor that you align with. But when you find that person, that's a few steps ahead of you that can raise you up and just reassure you every week and keep you on the straight path that you want to be on. It's mind blowing how you can transform. Like I can't even believe the transform, you know, my inner transformation that has happened over the last five months through coaching with you guys. Like I agree. I agree. It's it's amazing. You guys, I mean, you know, like, like Shirley said, if, you know, I might not be your cup of tea, but find someone that is and has the style that you're looking for, Mm -hmm. because if you're, if you're struggling right now and you need help and you don't know which way to go, a coach can help you see, it yes. can bring clarity that you didn't have on your own. And I'm just so thankful because one more point that you said, the people you hang around, the people that are in your inner circle, they're either going to help you thrive or they're going to keep you in the same spot. And yes. if you want to look, if you're looking for growth and you're feeling stuck and you're just miserable because nothing's changing, you have to do something about that. So you Amen, said, sister. Yes. And you, <laughs> so you good. said though, you said those points and I'm following right, right there with you. I, I think that's how life works. Yeah. You can't yeah. do it on your own. No. I have been posting that hashtag for so long and I didn't even know if I believed it in the beginning that success, you know, no one succeeds alone. I used to see that all the time and I still try to do things on my own a lot and even without God at times Mm -hmm. and succeeding alone is you don't succeed. (laughs) You just know. And it's a very lonely journey when you do it that way. Right. And I think, um, and I don't know how you grew up Kelly, but because of the way I grew up, I always had to rely on me. Um, and I took pride in that Mm -hmm. until I'm like, wait, no, this isn't how this journey, this life is supposed to be lived. This is supposed to be shared with people. And once you learn these things, you're supposed to teach that to other people. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, you're absolutely right. We're not supposed to live this life alone. Well, I do. I, I, I grew up as an only child. So I, are you an only child? No, I'm the middle child. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm the middle child. You were relying on yourself growing up. And I'm like, wow, maybe she's not because that was me. I was super independent. Everything, you know, I relied on myself for everything, but it is get in a tribe, get in with a community, you guys, Mm -hmm. and just start there. If if you are struggling in some way and you need help, that's where it all starts. Taking the steps. And and one more thing, Kelly, is like, I'm always, always, always going to invest in a mentor. Mm -hmm. Um, We're like, 
someone's always going to be in front of me, right? And someone's always going to know what to do that I don't. And so I'm always going to do that. Um, but what I have found, and I think we kind of agree, is we consume so much in the last uh, couple of years that it really is time to start doing, but also still invest in that mentorship part. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, because sometimes you have to start taking those action steps, right? Yes. The action part. Yes. We have to always... <laughs> Take those steps. But no, I love everything. This conversation was just so beautiful. I hope you all have things that you can just take away and start implementing in your own life right now. So I just appreciate you being here, Shirley. And I love your passion for helping people and inspiring people and just helping them get from A to B with their faith as the backbone, because yes. that's number one, is in helping people increase their faith in themselves too, as, yes. you know, in God as well. True identity, right? Yes. You're walking into yes. your true, uh, with your true identity, making decisions in your true identity and not the identity that you think you are or people or the world has put on you. Um, and I see that in you so much, Kelly, like everything, like, I, I really feel like we're sisters because of like the parallel path that we have. Um, we're going through the same things, building same, the, like similar things and really wanting to help women um, elevate in life, faith, fitness. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It is. That's why we are not done yet, sister. That's right. <laughs> we are going to be, watch out people. We will see Kelly and Shirley doing something at some point. Yes, we are. I love that. Oh my gosh. I would love that so much. Definitely. hundred <laughs> percent. I can't wait. I know God has big plans, big plans. Yes, he does. So Shirley, if somebody wanted to reach out to you or get in touch with you, where would you want them to go? Um, go to my Instagram page. I think that's the easiest way to find me. It's at Shirls uh, underscore booth, S-H-I-R-L-Z underscore booth. And I'm with this new venture that I'm creating. I'm also going to be having a website and I will share that with you as soon as it's up. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's how you find me. Great. Well, thanks guys. Make sure you reach out to Shirley. And if you love this episode, take a screenshot, tag us both. So more women can just hear this message that they're not alone. There's, yes. there's ways to succeed and not be alone on your journey. So thank you again for being here. I appreciate it so much. And today's your big day. Yes, it is. I pray that everything goes so smooth for you. God be with you, girl. And Thanks you, again Kelly. and love you too. And for all of you guys, just promise me that you will keep on climbing. I'll see you guys next week. Have a great one. If you love this episode, make sure you guys tag me. And because I appreciate you all so much, I am offering you 10% off my course, Addicted to the Climb. You can find that on my website, kellytyan.com. Make sure to spell it K-E-L-L-E-Y-T-Y-A-N. Until the next time, keep on climbing.